Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's time. Tomorrow is Clean Monday. The first day of the Great Fast, as it's called. The Great Fast, because it is a big fast. We call it a 40-day fast, but it's actually 50 days if you look at your calendar. Because we fast all during Holy Week as well. So we're all prepared for this. We have trepidation, I'm sure. We're thinking of the things that we don't want to give up. I'd like to talk a little bit about fasting. Fasting is a mirror. Fasting is a weapon. And fasting is our freedom. Fasting first and foremost is a mirror because it helps me to see who I truly am. You know, there's that saying, you don't know what you've got until it's gone. Fasting is kind of that in the reverse. Or rather, the things that are gone, the things that I no longer can eat, then I can begin to see how much I want them. How very much I want to eat those things, but now I can't. If I'm to follow the the obedience of the church. And that voice rises up inside of me. That voice that says, how much it's okay to eat that. Don't worry about it. Why are these fasting rules so arbitrary? Do I really need to follow the full fast? Let's see, it's Friday night. It's kind of like almost Saturday. Can I now? All the different voices that we have in our heads. Those voices sure do feel like my own voice. They feel so much like my own voice that I really think it is my voice. I'm talking to myself, talking through all the ways in which it doesn't matter. Why not do this? What about that? And that voice is like my old familiar friend. But I'll tell you, that is the voice of the serpent. You see, in the Garden of Eden, when the serpent came to Eve and said the words that he said to her, she took those words on as her own. Right? She said, ah, it is good to eat and pleasing to the eye. And then when she went to her husband... She said these things that were not her own words, but they had become hers. They had become hers. Because she became so enmeshed with those words that it became as though she thought she was speaking them. And this is how it is for us. When we fast, when we enter into the fast, we have all of these things in our head that we think are ours. And so the first step when we're standing before the mirror, is to say, that's not me. That's not me. Those words that are in my head, those excuses and cutting of corners and doing of this and that, it's not me. It's the passion that is within me. 
the desire that is within me. And that desire is so fully enmeshed in who I am that I think it's me. So the first step, separate it out. And we can only see that when we're fasting, and that's why fasting is a mirror. Because when I'm not fasting, I can say, ah, you know, I can choose to eat what I want or choose to not eat what I want. I've got control. I can figure it out. And I might try to prove it to myself by doing a diet or something else. But when I fast, then I realize the raging desire that is inside of me. And it's only when I fast that I can see that. The rest of the time, I'm pretty good. I'm doing okay. And we rage against it so much that we feel like we have all these good reasons why we just don't need to fast. And yet all of that is the voice of the desire within us. You know what the first commandment was? It was a fast. He said, don't eat of that tree. Don't eat of that tree. That's why today we're commemorating the expulsion of Adam and Eve from the Garden of Eden. We're commemorating that event. Why? To see that we can do the same thing. You and I are Adam and Eve. And we're standing there with that choice. Do I follow this command or do I not? And why did God give them that command? Because He wanted to be arbitrary? He just wanted to say, well, you know what, I don't want you to do everything that I'm doing. That's what the serpent said, right? He doesn't want you to be like him, so that's why he told you not to do it. No. The reason our Lord gives us commandments is because we have freedom. And so with that freedom, we have to be given a choice. Be with God or not. And so God gives us these commandments, not as rules and regulations, but to say, here's the way to be with me. Come, do this. Come join me in the fast. Then you'll be with me. Or don't. That's always the choice that we have. The choice to be with God or to not. In one of the hymns of the, the, uh, the Vespers last night, says this, Through eating, Adam was cast out of paradise. And so, as he sat in front of it, he wept, lamenting with a pitiful voice and saying, Woe is me! What have I suffered, wretch that I am? I transgressed one commandment of the Master, and now I am deprived of every good thing. Most holy paradise, he's speaking to paradise. Planted because of me, and shut because of me and Eve. Pray to Him who made you and fashioned me, that once more I will be filled with your flowers. Then the Savior said to him, I do not want the creature which I fashioned to perish, but to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. Because the one who comes to me, I will in no way cast out. In many of the hymns around the the services today and last night, there's talk of Adam's lament. And a recent saint of ours, Saint Sophronia, or Saint Silouan of Mount Athos, Saint Silouan actually wrote a small book, if you will, called Adam's Lament. 
in which he takes on that voice of Adam like the hymn did here and expands it even more. Now why does he do this? Because he sees in himself Adam. All of us are Adam, all of us are Eve. And all of us stand before that choice. We look in the mirror when we fast. The second is that fasting is a weapon. There's a hymn from this morning that makes that very clear. It says, The stadium of virtues is now open. Those who wish to compete enter therein, girded for the good contest of Lent. For those who compete according to the rules shall receive their laurels rightfully. Taking up the full armor of the cross, let us do battle against the enemy. As an impregnable wall, we have the faith, prayer as our breastplate, acts of mercy as our helmet. Instead of a sword, there is fasting, which cuts every evil from the heart. He who does this shall attain a true crown from Christ, the King of all, on Judgment Day. Fasting is a weapon. As it says, it's a sword that cuts every evil from the heart. That's how enmeshed these passions are in us. We're doing heart surgery. That's what we're doing when we fast. We're going in there and cutting off the part that is the fallen self. So that the heart is full and healthy and filled with Christ. Filled with Christ's love. St. Paul in his epistle today said, Cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. You see, our old self is like an old familiar coat. It's very comfortable. And that's why when we enter into fasting, when we have this weapon before us, we kind of shriek and retreat from it. Because we want the old self. We want these things that we desire. And we want them so badly, the passions are so enmeshed in us, that we don't want to do heart surgery. So we stand on the precipice of the fast, and we're fear, with fear and trepidation. The war is within ourselves. And at times it feels like the war is against ourselves. Again, we have those voices in our head, and we say, that's me talking. And now I have to fight against the me that's talking and say, no, actually, I don't want to eat that thing. No, actually, I don't want to drink that. No, I actually do want to follow this. So our fast, when we fast and we use this weapon, the devil is angry. He's angry because we are no longer Adam and Eve. We are no longer listening to the serpent. Again, remember, the serpent's voice became Eve's voice. Now we have to do the opposite. Take that voice out of us and say, it's not me. I reject that. Lastly, fasting is freedom. It's a mirror, it's a weapon, and it's freedom. How many of you think of fasting as freedom? (laughs) No, we don't. We don't, right? Think of it as slavery, as drudgery, as something that has to be done unwillingly. So how is fasting freedom? How is it freedom? 
Because we can begin to see that in fact we are already enslaved. In fact, we have these huge chains around our hands, around our feet. We're unable to move. Or maybe a better image is a marionette, like a puppet. And everything that we do, we think we're doing. But everything that we're doing is not ourselves. The things that we're doing are driven by the passions. And so we go and do this thing, and oh, I'm just going to eat that thing. Or we go and do this thing, or I'm angry at that person, and I have every right to be angry at that person. All of these things we just go and do mindlessly, because we are so completely and fully enslaved. So very enslaved. If only we could see how enslaved we were, we would shriek in terror. But because the slavery is so familiar to us, we look at fasting as the slavery. That's the great irony of it. We are so fallen that we see fasting as slavery. But think about it. If you had no passions, you could eat anything. Literally, you could eat anything. I could say, just go ahead and eat Brussels sprouts all day long. You say, okay, no problem. I could say, now eat this. Okay, no problem. That's freedom. That's freedom. And then that person, yes, they can go and have a good hamburger. Yes, that person can go eat this and go eat that. But there's a freedom there that none of us have. Forgive me for assuming that. But none of us have that. And so instead, we're enslaved to these passions. And when fasting comes along, we go, why do I have to do that? Why do I have to do that? But that is the sign of our slavery. That voice is the sign of our slavery. So fasting is freedom. So I know as we enter into this fast, we enter it with fear and trepidation. And that's okay. It's okay to see that this is a monumental task and it's here again, just like it is every single year. But as we look into fasting, let's see it rightly. Not as random rules, not as things we have to do to be obedient, not as something that we need to do to prove to God anything. There's nothing that we need to do to prove to God. But simply, fasting is a mirror through which I can see my true self. I can see the ways in which I am totally enslaved to my passions. Fasting is a weapon. It is the way in which we can do that heart surgery, cutting away the old self, so that the new self can be glorious and beautiful. And fasting is freedom. Because it is only through fasting that we will attain our freedom and we will stop being puppets. May God grant us strength. Amen. One other thing I just wanted to mention. Changing gears. Today is Forgiveness Sunday. And we'll have the Forgiveness Vespers. This year what we'll do, since I know that it can be a a long, full series of services... After the liturgy, we'll have some fellowship for about 20 minutes. We'll refresh ourselves, and then we'll come back in for Vespers. I encourage you to please stay for this beautiful and profoundly meaningful service. In this service, we will go around to every single person around us and ask for their forgiveness. And you know what you'll see? 
You'll suddenly see before your eyes someone that you actually have sinned against and you didn't even realize it until you're standing before them asking for forgiveness. So please stay for this. Get the strength you need, your coffee and your food, and then come back in. And we'll do the real work, that hard work of forgiveness. Amen.